Are you ready to take your intermittent fasting lifestyle to the next level? There's nothing better than community to help with that. In the Delay Don't Deny community, we all embrace the clean fast, and there's just the right support for you as you live your intermittent fasting lifestyle. You can connect directly with me in the Ask Jen group, and I'll answer all of your questions personally. If you're new to intermittent fasting or recommitting to the intermittent fasting lifestyle, join the 28-Day Fast Start group. After your fast start, join us for support in the first-year group. Need tips for long-term maintenance? We have a place for that. There are many more useful spaces beyond these, and you can interact in as many as you like. Visit jenstevens.com community to join us. An annual membership costs just over a dollar a week when you do the math. If you aren't ready to fully commit for a year, join for a month, and you can cancel at any time. If you know you'll want to stay forever, we also have a lifetime membership option available. IF is free. You don't need to join our community to fast. But if you're looking for support from a community of like-minded intermittent fasters, we're here for you at jenstevens.com community. That's jenstevens.com community. When it comes to eating well, sometimes it feels like it's a guessing game. Even if something looks good for me, the label is usually full of mystery ingredients. Who's got time for that? Not me. That's why I love Daily Harvest. They say no to weird ingredients, fillers, seed oils, added sugars, and even gluten if that's something you avoid. So all I have to do is say yes to delicious, easy-to-prep options that never leave me wondering what's really in my food. They deliver delicious options such as smoothies, harvest bowls, soups, and my new favorite, their bites that are built on organic fruits and vegetables straight to my door. Thanks to Daily Harvest, I always have something convenient in my freezer, especially on a really busy day. Take the guessing out of eating well and try Daily Harvest. For a limited time only, go to dailyharvest.com slash ifstories to get $30 off your first box plus free shipping. That's dailyharvest.com slash ifstories for $30 off your first box and free shipping. dailyharvest.com slash ifstories. Welcome to Intermittent Fasting Stories. I'm your host, Jen Stevens, author of the New York Times bestseller, Fast Feast Repeat, as well as the book that started it all, Delay Don't Deny. I lost over 80 pounds thanks to intermittent fasting after learning how to delay my eating rather than denying myself the delicious foods I want to eat. Now, who's ready to hear an inspirational intermittent fasting story? That's why we're here. So let's get excited to talk to today's guest. Hi, everybody, and welcome to episode 366 of Intermittent Fasting Stories. Today, I'm here with Christy Sample. Christy lives in Elkview, West Virginia, and she is a mom to a 29-year-old special needs son, and she also has a small YouTube channel called The Homesteader Wannabe, and that's Wanna, W-A-N-N-A, so you can look that up after you hear Christy's conversation today. Well, welcome, Christy. Thank you, Jen. Thank you for having me, and thank you for even starting this platform because it's it keeps me motivated every week listening to Two good podcasts, and then the other podcast with Sherry is really good, too. 
Well, thank you for being a listener. And I just can't believe that I get to do this work and talk to people and share the magic of intermittent fasting. And, you know, it looks different for every single one of us, but it is such a powerful thing to do. And intermittent fasting is free. I know that's my favorite part. <laughs> and sustainable. You know, I can't believe I've been doing this for so many years now. When I celebrate my 10th year anniversary, it's going to be pretty cool. So about a year from now. Yeah. Well, you know, I like to start by asking what brought you to intermittent fasting and when was that? Oh, my goodness. Well, I'm going to have a backstory. Perfect. When I grew up, my mother was on a diet always, and she always was so scared of being fat. Mm-hmm. And she, if when I look back at the pictures, she was not even close to being fat, but it just like to me, and I think even my sister, the thought of being fat was this, just like the scariest thing in the world because she was so scared of it and she was just constantly on diet. So I'm, I remember when I was five years old telling people, I'm on a diet because, you know, you want to be grown up. And I thought that's what mm-hmm. you do when you're grown up. And just so anyway, I just lived a normal childhood. We ate, you know, chemicals like <laughs> hot dogs and Kraft macaroni and cheese. I know I just but then everything was just normal. I was a thin kid. We didn't snack. And then like in eighth grade, I just remember there was a s- switch that went off where food just became something more than just sustenance. It was just something that I ate more than I should. And, you know, we'd sneak snack. By that time, everybody was having snacks. And so we were, I was hiding like snack cakes so I can make sure I had snack cakes, but I still didn't get big. You know, I still was really skinny. And then I was fine till I had my son and I stayed the same all through school, you know, just normal, not, it was just normal. And then after I had my son, it was the first time I ever was home all day long. And I gained 30 pounds in like the first winter. And so I had, this is something I forgot to say, when I was in ninth grade, getting ready to go in 10th grade, I started binging and purging. Uh And so I had bulimia, but I eventually quit that. And I don't know when I quit that, but I did get down to like, I was like 99 pounds, the same height I am now. And how tall are you? Five, six. Okay. Wow. Yes. It was just, people would say, my sister, I remember my sister saying one time, you look just horrible. And I thought, she's so jealous. (laughs) because <laughs> I was just you know, like, if you have that distorted view of yourself and you had been, you know, I know your mom didn't mean to, to no, uh, program you to think that's, you know, you had to be skinnier and skinnier, but that's so often how it starts those innocent comments of being on a diet. And at five, you had already picked that up. Kids pick up what we're putting down, whether we mean, mean to do it or not. And so, you know, I, I remember, being in college and there were some, some girls there that were bulimic, not very many, but I remember just being astonished by, by that. And I can understand that you start getting into that, the secrecy and the shame and you want to eat because food is, is filling a need, but then you got to get rid of it because you got to be thin. Right. Right. Cause it was just out of control eating. Right. You know, mm-hmm. And I was so scared of 
getting fat because I was, right. that was our fear. But I will say my mom told me that her dad had always, she, she's got a very Marilyn Monroe shape. And her dad would always say things, of, oh. you know, about her, which is, I'm sure, where her journey started. Right. But so I had my son. I gained the 30 pounds and I went back to bulimia mm. for a long time. And I would occasionally still, I, I probably did that for like a year and then. I started doing the diets and diets are going to get me off the bulimia and all this stuff. And Now, did anybody know that you were doing that or was it a secret that you kept? I don't think anyone knew. I think my mom may have suspected. I don't know for sure, mm-hmm. but nobody, no, I told no one, mm-hmm. but it, it makes you feel kind of powerful in a way because it was like, look, I can eat all this food and I can, I take care of it. You know, I've right. taken care of it, but really it's just, it's just a sick mind right. problem. But so I went back to believe me after, you know, the first year of having him and then I quit diet after diet after diet. Occasionally, you know, if I would have like a huge binge, I would go ahead and purge that and go on with my life. And I did that up till probably in my thirties, you know? Wow. But that was like maybe four or five times a year that I would mm-hmm. do that. But it was diet after diet. Then I was pretty much starving myself back in 2000 and I forget what year it was. I don't remember exactly what year. I'd, I have it written down somewhere, but I don't remember. But I, I looked at a picture of myself and I was like starving myself. And I was yeah. still not happy with the way I looked. And I thought, what am I doing? I'm starving myself. Mm-hmm. I would just have to basically not eat at all to be what I think I should be. So I just mm-hmm. said, I'm done. I bought cute clothes and I just quit dieting. And I tried my, what I said was eat what you want. Just don't be a glutton, you know, right. and stuff like that. So I did that for a while. And of course I gained three or four pounds every year. Mm-hmm. I think I was like 41 when I quit dieting and no matter how much weight I gained or whatever, I was like, I'm still, I'm not going back to dieting. I don't care. No way. Well, you were caught up in, in really the eating disorder mindset and also the, the body dysmorphia. I think that comes along with it when, you know, when you looked, you know, got down to 99 pounds and your sister said, you know, this is not okay. You still, you didn't see it. Like you, that's the whole part of the eating disorder. I still disorder, saw fat on my thighs. Right. Right. You know, I can still put my finger into fat on my thigh. So I thought when that's gone, and I even had bruises mm-hmm. on my butt where I would sit on wow. a hard floor and my bones mm-hmm. would put, I had two bruises on my butt and that's how skinny I was. But I always had saddlebags, you know, so I always going to have fat right there. That would definitely be the last thing to go. So at 41, you were like, forget it. I'm yes. done. You realized you didn't want to live that way with that disordered thinking about your body yes. and about your food and about dieting. Right. But I was still like working out and I still thought about it all the time. It was my whole life. Wake up. The first thing you do is think about what you're going to eat that day. And then by the end of the day, you didn't eat that way. You might not be dieting, but you still didn't like yourself. Right. You know, so 
I like prayed about it. I was like, I need something. I need something. I don't want to diet, but I need something. So I was watching the 700 Club and Chantel Ray was on there. Oh. I know that you've done yeah. the podcast a few times. And I was like, it just clicked. It sounded perfect. And so I got her book. But in her book, and I did lose weight on it, but in her book, she says, if you absolutely must have cream in your coffee, and that was all I needed. Because well, I, I must. <laughs> I, I definitely must. So yeah. it was a, still a struggle. I couldn't figure out why I was so, it was just like getting harder and harder to make it to my window. Mm -hmm. And I did lose weight because, you know, you're still going to lose some weight even, but it's, it's a diet again, because right. you have to be, you're still having to like control yourself. So I gained it all back, but five pounds because when COVID happened, I would watch the news every night and then I would go make a big thing of microwave popcorn. And I call this thing I make punch where I take sherbet in a glass and then I put the ginger ale on top make my own little punch and I oh yeah that bridge just brought me right back to my grandmother yeah. she always had sherbet in the freezer yeah. I don't know why maybe I, I have no idea but she loved it <laughs> that's where oh, I would yeah. get the sherbet and she would also put ginger ale on it it was the coldest drink possible I mean it was so cold and I haven't had it in years but every once in a while when it's really hot I think I would love to have a glass of punch the night but I never have it in the house so, so I never funny do it. but <laughs> now when you say you gained it all back how what was what was your weight around that time what was the highest weight that you saw the highest weight I saw was 173 which I know that's okay. when I hear somebody say 173 was high it was uncomfortable you know right. I know that's not really big well it's in the obese range isn't it for five six yeah but it's almost like an average now in the mm -hmm. world. Well, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't want to make somebody be like, well, that's what I weigh. And I, you know, but it's, it was, un it was uncomfortable for me. I actually looked pregnant, you know, mm -hmm. and, and I was like, just uncomfortable. Yeah. But I lost down to like 149 on that, but I gained it all back except for like five pounds. So then Two years after that, in 2021, after I started, I started Chantel Ray in 2018. So that's not two years. But in 2021, I found, I was looking up intermittent fasting books and I found Delay, Don't Deny. And Fast Feet's Repeat, I don't think was, it didn't even come well, up. 21. Okay, it didn't come. Fast Feet's Repeat came out in 2020. So if you were looking, it's possible that you could have just stumbled across Delay Don't Deny and they didn't show you Fast Feet's Repeat yet. It was like a recommended book. And I read that and that was, it was just like a total turnaround and it just changed everything. But I still had a little bit of cream in the coffee. And then I wanted to join your Facebook group. And this was like within a week, you know. Oh, so I wanted yeah. to join your Facebook group. And they said, you have to, can you say you won't drink cream or, or something in your coffee? Fat, you have to fast clean. You, we, we follow yeah, the clean fast. fast. Can you agree to that? Yeah, that was and the I question. And I said no, and I never heard nothing <laughs> back. So I really wanted to join it. 
And I won't say that I will do it if I won't do it. So well, I'm proud of you because people would say yes. And then they'd come in there and be like, I use cream and it works for me. But that was, we we just, if if people wouldn't say, we wanted it to be planted in your brain from the beginning. If you wanted to join the Facebook group, we're just going to be fast and clean. Can you agree to that? That's our philosophy. And if you can't, that's okay. There's other Facebook groups out there, but we're not going to argue with you about the clean fast because right. we were tired of that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so I said, well, I'm going to do it. And I did it. And it was, you know, I didn't drink as much. I drank like half a cup and I was like, that's all I can take. Are you tired of feeling tired? Are you someone who hits snooze and then slams your head straight back on the pillow? Magnesium Breakthrough is an all-natural supplement that helps you sleep more peacefully and wake up feeling refreshed. Magnesium Breakthrough is the only magnesium supplement on the market that contains the optimal ratio of all seven essential types of magnesium. So if you want to feel more energized and get the best night's sleep you've had in forever, check out bioptimizers.com slash ifstories. In addition to the discount you get by using the promo code ifstories10, you can get free gifts with your purchase up to two travel size bottles of magnesium breakthrough and who does not love something free act fast this is a limited time offer go now to buyoptimizers.com slash if stories and don't forget to use the promo code if stories 10 you'll be amazed at how much better you feel by taking magnesium breakthrough an epic matchup between your two favorite teams and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with american express you breeze through the card member entrance Stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Well, I bet you this was 2020. You said 2021, but if we were still on Facebook and delay don't deny is what you found. I bet that was 2020. It It might've been, been. it might've been, but so I quit the cream, but I have it in my window. And then after like three weeks, I didn't want it in my window. I like the black coffee. And so it, if anybody thinks they can't do that, so, you know, because I was like, I can have it. I can have it. I can have it in my window. And I did do that for a while, but then it just gets where you really like black coffee. I had I drink Cafe Bastello. I don't know if I'm saying that right, but it tastes really good. Like when I tried to do it with Folgers, it wasn't, wasn't oh, black yeah. coffee wasn't working for me. I had to find a good coffee that tasted good black. But that's quality how- really does matter. And I I think it's so important, Christy, what you just said, your taste buds reset in three weeks and you preferred the black coffee. And so anybody who's listening, if don't let that cream be holding you back or whatever you're used to putting in your coffee, because your taste buds really will adapt. If you like the smell of coffee and you like Mm -hmm. coffee, hot milkshake, then you can learn to like black coffee. Now, if you don't like the smell of coffee, then just don't drink coffee. <laughs> yeah, it probably won't work for you if you don't like no. this. I just love, I always loved the smell of coffee. And then I started drinking it because I was so tired. But then it became like, it was, I'm doing, this is the only thing I do for myself. So I got to have this coffee. And then, and then, no, the black coffee is just as comforting. It's a hug and a mug or whatever you want to call it. It's just, 
it, it does just as well as with that. It's way better without the cream, actually, because I didn't use cream cream. I used Coffee Mate, the powder. Uh, yeah. The chemicals, <laughs> they're so creamy. And <laughs> I'm like, how can this only have 10 calories? Because it's not real. It's just not real. It's something. I don't know what. I didn't ever read the ingredients because they were so. Oh, don't roll. Well, maybe you should read them. I remember when I first started drinking coffee, it wasn't until my 30s. And. It was when Starbucks started to get real popular and suddenly everybody's drinking lattes and coffee all the time. And before that, I didn't even drink coffee at all. But of course, I started in my classroom. I had a coffee maker and I had, um, what was it? Fat-free, sugar-free vanilla coffee maker. And I'm like, (laughs) what even is fat-free and sugar-free? That was like a chemical smorgasbord of grossness. But I was drinking it back there in my classroom. Oh, my Lord. (laughs) It's a wonder. I mean. We had to feel awful. I mean, I know I feel a lot better now, but I mean, how did I even get, I guess where I was younger, you know, every year, you know, how did I even get through all that junk I used to, you know, you just think, how did you make it from morning till night without like three naps and stuff? Because I ate so many chemicals and junk and stuff like that. But it's just been so easy to make the switch and just, especially with clean fasting. It was not easy when I had the cream and the coffee every day. And, you know, even after my window would close, I'd have cream in the coffee. So then I would have to go all that time hungry. I would be hungry, but I knew that I had to right. eat in the window. So it, it was basically another diet, but I was thinking I had got out of that. Yeah. So after you quit the cream or the creamer, I should say, and you started fasting clean. I'm thinking that was sometime in 2020, like we said. How did did it go after you made that switch? And how did you feel now that you're fasting clean? I felt so good. I wrote down all my weights. When I started, I only lost, the first week, only lost a pound and a half. And I felt like I had lost 10 pounds. My face looked like I'd lost 10 pounds. I felt so good. And I was, you're so happy with yourself because you know you're doing everything you can do. Instead of, you know, always be, I was always like, if I weigh 200 pounds, but I know I'm doing everything I can do, then I'm going to be okay with that. And it just Mm -hmm. was a peaceful feeling. I did quit working out when I started clean fasting. I was like, I want to see what happens. And I still have not went back (laughs) And it's been that long, but, um, then the next week I didn't lose anything and I still was looking better. And after that, it just was a consistent, like turtle half pound here, no pounds, one pound. And eventually I got to, um, I'm right now I'm like 140, I go between 144 and 149, mm-hmm. but I eat ice cream. Like I've ate ice cream every day since I started this almost. And so I'm trying to get off of that now because I knew I would one day hit a wall and I would have to make a decision. Do I want the ice cream or do I want to keep going down? And so on the, I'm trying right now. I'm trying different things. I did order some of the daily harvest. It's coming tomorrow. I'm thinking maybe the smoothies might help me. Get out of the ice cream thing. Now, let me tell you about those smoothies. 
<laughs> they, if you've been having ice cream every day, just like, you know, how you had to swap out the, the yes. you had to learn how to like the black coffee, same thing might happen with those smoothies because your taste buds are going to be looking for the, the creaminess of the dairy of the ice cream and the sugar and the daily harvest smoothies. Do you remember which ones you ordered? I ordered one of all of them. Okay. Start with the chocolate blueberry. I did see the picture that looks really good. Start with that one and be aware some of them, you know, like they're going to have greens in there and you might pick it up and be like, this is not the ice cream I'm used to, but give, you know, I love the one that's basically like, it's like carrot, tastes almost like carrot cake, whatever that one is. I can't think of exactly what's in it. I did see that, yeah. Mm -hmm. Just be aware some of them are going to, you're going to get used to it. Yeah. I've This week I've only had ice cream once, but I just know that that's plus cholesterol, you know, and stuff. Mm. So much cholesterol yeah. in the ice cream, but it's just, it's so delicious. <laughs> I know, but I really genuinely love, just like I love my black coffee now, I'm ad adapted to it. I love the Daily Harvest smoothies to the point that, I mean, I also still like ice cream, but just be aware, it's gonna, you're going to have a little transition there, but there's so right. there's such good ingredients in there. I always think, like you said, you know, we're nourishing our bodies. We're doing something that's good for us. And so, yeah, I mean, I feel, I feel satisfied when I have something really good for myself. So I think that mm -hmm. if, if I have them I'm going to feel more satisfied because ice cream, you know, doesn't satisfy <laughs> It just is really good. <laughs> I know. Yeah, you could just have it forever. Like you never, never run out of room for the ice cream. <laughs> right. It's true. It doesn't make you sick. I mean, I'm guessing I buy pints, so I don't, you know, eat the whole thing, but it doesn't make you sick like uh, chocolate or something would. Oh, yeah, that's true. Exactly. So I, I hope you love the Daily Harvest as much as we do. And Me too. I share it with Chad. We each eat, have half of a smoothie. <laughs> I was thinking maybe I could put half in the fridge. I don't know if it'd be as good. You could good. try that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We tried that at one time because Chad has that tiny little appetite. He wanted, he's like, I just want half of a half. I'm like, well, that's crazy, but okay. <laughs> but he stopped with that. <laughs> My husband's like, a, he like gets a Ben and Jerry's and he like eats like four bites and puts it in the freezer. I've never put a Ben and Jerry's back in the freezer. It's always yeah. empty. <laughs> this is I, my, yeah. I do think one of my problems is habits. and. I think it's just like it's a habit. This is what I do every day because my life is is a very scheduled. It's all around my son and it's every four hours he eats. And so it's just like, this is the time I eat. This is the time I have a snack. And then I close my window. And mm -hmm. I, I think I don't even taste the ice cream as much because it's just like, this is what I do. And, you know, so I think that's a, my habits are a problem more than other things. I did read Atomic Habits, but it seemed like it was yeah. more for starting habits than ending habits. But I need to Well, read it. it's just a matter of replacing it, finding, you know, but like if you have a habit that is not serving you, replace it with something different. Like with me, you know, I, I didn't want to drink alcohol anymore because I realized I, I didn't feel good. And mm -hmm. so I just replaced it. You know, I still have my fun glass you know, whatever it is. And I pour my non-alcoholic Heineken 0.0 in there, or I have some kombucha in there. And so I still get to have that habit of a drink in my eating window of a fun drink, 
but I've just swapped one thing out. So I didn't really change my habit. I just changed what I'm having in that glass. So same thing with you. You can still have that habit of now it's when I have my frozen creamy treat, but you're picking something different for your frozen creamy treat. So you're like still have the habit. It's just something new in that cup. Yeah. I just need to be more mindful, but it's so hard. It's like, you just get zombied out and you're just like, cause I was thinking I would like to change my window to open at four, but I only have two options. I have the option of 11 AM or I have the option of 4 PM and it's so hard to pass. It's always been 11 unless mm-hmm. I go somewhere and then I wait because I know I become, I'm smarter without, like if I have a doctor's appointment, I wait till after because I know I become not as smart. So I get it. Now, why yeah. do you want to wait till four instead of 11? What's the, what's the why for that? Well, because there's, for one thing, I just, if, if I have from like, I close my window probably at like two thirty three o'clock and I have all these hours in which that I could say, you know what? I really want some popcorn or I really could do it. And it's, you know, it's just too, it's just too easy. Plus, I don't get as much done when I eat at 11, but okay. I like to have my kitchen clean after. That's the reason I don't always do it at four, but I'm, I think I'm going to change it to four coming, you know, when it starts getting dark and stuff outside and earlier because I don't know. It just feels like that would be more like, okay, my window's closed. It's dark, you know, just end it all. <laughs> I know that. Yeah, that I was wondering what the reason was because if you feel great opening at eleven and closing at two thirty or three, and that works really well for your schedule, and it's easy for you to close at two thirty or three, then I would say keep doing that. But you sound like me in that closing is harder. You know, if I wait to open my window till afternoon, then eventually I go to bed and I can't reopen it. I'm in the bed. Right. (laughs) And I love, I love the sleepy time tea. I don't know if you've ever drank sleepy time tea. It really puts me to sleep. And I thought if I open later, I could have the sleepy time tea and still be and in your window. That could be the close of my window and then go to bed. So I don't know, but it, the 11 o'clock that has always worked for me, but I, I think I'm getting into like my body's expecting it. And the times I have waited longer, the longer I go without eating, the less hungry I am, the less food yeah. I eat and the more energy I have. So you know, I always wanted to do a diet, not a diet. I wanted to do a window where you would go like, um, when your window closed, you go 24 hours to eat again and then open it then. And then oh, 24 hours. I think that would be such a good thing for me, but it's just time. You know, yeah. if I didn't have to cook, cooking's the oh, problem. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> so when you, you're, when you say your choices are open at four or open at 11, I get that's surrounding when your son is eating. Cause you yeah. like to be with him. Yeah. Yeah, he's in his room like right now. So he's in there for a little while and then he goes back into his room because he has like a TV and a table and a toy and all this stuff that he loves. And so that's my break time. I can either go outside or cook dinner or, you know, stuff like that. So I clean the house. It's just, I'm really busy at that time. But I just, uh, everything's just regimented and scheduled and stuff like that. But I did do green chef. I'm doing green chef right now and I love it. But 
I want to not cook it. I want. So then I looked at Factor. I don't know if you've ever seen Factor. I have. I have seen it. They are actually. I think they're owned by the same company that has HelloFresh and Green Chef and I Factor. Too, I think they're all the, together. The website looked the same, but mm-hmm. I actually had to throw some of. I just. I didn't know. That like wasn't. It. Yeah, and, I and like cooking love it. it. They do. People love it. So, but if you're used to cooking. And you're used to making your own food. Look, I like my own food better than eating at a restaurant. So it's just, I, I don't want anything coming in the mail already cooked. I just don't like those as much. So we're, we're food snobs, Christy. Maybe I would have loved it before I had Green Chef. Well, people do love Factor. Yeah, they do. So I thought yeah. I was going to love it. But my husband won't eat any of the same stuff I eat. So when I make Green oh. Chef. you know, I get three meals. Uh, it's six meals. So I'll eat half and then I'll. Yep put half in the refrigerator and eat it the next day. So I only have to cook every other day. That's good. That works. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But it does. Sometimes it tastes better the next day, but usually it's not not quite as good. good. But I do say it's like restaurant quality food. I mean, yeah, 99% of what I've ate, I would pay money in a restaurant to eat it. So it's been wonderful to have Green Chef. Well, I'm glad. You know, sometimes you look at cookbooks, you're looking at all the ingredients, you're like, feeling a little overwhelmed. So I let them That's do me it. That's too. Yeah. yeah. And the whole idea of, and by the way, this is not a commercial for Green Chef. This is <laughs> <laughs> but I just absolutely, you know, I don't know what I would do. I have so many cookbooks because I just love them. And I'm like, I'm going to make this. And I never make any of the recipes from the cookbook because I waste so much when I, when I try to buy stuff, like I'm going to make this, you know, whatever it is. Then I go buy all these ingredients and you end up with way more than you need of the stuff. And you know, if you don't like it, you never make it again. And then you like, I'm throwing out spices in a few years yep. you know, after they expire. And so it's just been really good. I really just thought I was going to do it for promotional time and then quit, but I was like, I can't, it's just too well, good. And, yeah. Well, and I'm super lucky that Chad will cook. He'll eat anything I put in front of him. So I'm very, very grateful for that. Cause I'm buying the plant-based ones from green chef right now. Me too. And like last Okay, we had last night we had um it was rice with kale and then we had stuffed peppers with white beans and like a cashew parm and I don't onion. It was so good. Yeah. I started I I bought a few of the um vegans meals because mm-hmm. they look good. And then I guess the uh internet gods knew that I was buying vegan meals. So they YouTube started showing so I watched a documentary about Whole food, whole food, wait, plant based, whole food, plant based, mm-hmm. and so I'm trying to get, and it it feels so good, like to eat it, that yep. food. I'm very satisfied. I know some people would never satisfy them. It's so, all of it, and your body will tell you. I never yeah. feel better than when I'm when I'm whole food, plant based. I call myself whole food ish, plant based ish because I'm not dogmatic about it. Yeah. Um. I went. Out, I had a friend visiting this weekend. Shout out to Sue. Hello, Sue. And yeah. you know, we went to some of my favorite restaurants, and I had she crab soup, which is crab and full of dairy yeah. and key lime pie and all that baked potato with butter and sour cream. But it's really easy for me to eat that way at home. It's just yeah. when I'm out. And yeah, so I like found if I go balance. to a hamburger, uh, eat a hamburger restaurant, I'm not going to eat a whatever, whatever crazy burger, exactly. whatever. Right. <laughs> I'm going to have a hamburger. But they call that flexitarian when you have like yes. meat like once a week or I don't know, but I don't like to regiment. Just 
I just don't, I don't want to call it anything. I just, it's super easy to order the plant-based meals from Green Chef and have my daily harvest. And when I'm out, I'm not going to be like, what's in that bun? No, no, no. (laughs) I'm never going to, we, I, if since I've got Green Chef, I don't think I've ate out, but maybe one time. And I started in the spring because you have these meals, you paid for them. You have to eat them. And like I said, it makes six meals for me. So Mm -hmm. I just have one off day, but when I eat out, it's like we eat out maybe twice a month before I got Green Chef and stuff. So if I'm going to eat out, I'm going to eat what's the best thing at that restaurant. What's the most delicious? Exactly. Me too. If I'm at the chimichanga llama, it's going to be the chimichanga and it's going to have queso on it. So yeah. Yeah. I don't want to think about it too much. If I start getting in the diet brain, it's just not a good hole for me to go down. So I just like enjoy that. I don't have to, I mean, if I want meat, I can have it. If I don't want meat, I don't, yep. I don't have to eat it. I just, I love that there's no diet with intermittent fasting. It's just like, if you really want it, you better eat it because then it, you get it off your mind. Never tastes as good as you thought it would. And I mean, sometimes, but usually it's, it's something, if you're craving something really bad and you're like, I'm going to have it. And then you have it. It's usually never, you realize this tastes like so chemically or this tastes like so salty or something like yeah. that. So it, well, I will say that she crab soup at the sea captain's house was as good as I thought it would be. But I woke up the next day and I was so puffy. Yeah. Was you're it like, worth it? I- yes. <laughs> <laughs> Did I cry all night or, you know, my, I always get it around my eyes, but it, mm-hmm. it's, it's been really eye opening eating the whole food or the vegan meals because I used to always like crave a piece of chocolate or something. And I don't even mm-hmm. like love to gorge on chocolate, but I like some, a little something in my mouth after I eat a meal. And ever since I started getting the vegan meals, I don't even want that. You know, it's just it's like a different it's, kind of feeling satisfied, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's the way I feel. It is. And like I said, some people would be the same thing with a meat, more meat, you know, because I know everybody's so different, but it just works for my body really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sherry's got to have the meat to feel satisfied. And <laughs> I believe her. I've been with her. I've seen her. Like I've made her a vegetarian meal and she's like, I got to have some chicken. <laughs> yeah. She sounds like she knows her body. Really well. That's the key. I want everybody to to really, you can trust what makes you feel your best. Like I can trust that I did not feel my best after having that meal at the delicious meal at the sea captain's house. Would I have it again? Yes. Because sometimes we yeah. make a choice that, yeah. and that's okay. You don't have to feel your best every single moment. <laughs> you know? Yes. Sometimes we, we don't feel our best, but then we sure do appreciate when we do feel better. And it really just makes you want to get back to it. So fast. I mean, it's good having meals like that, that make you not feel so good for one thing. They're delicious. And for another thing is, you know, then you really are like, I can't wait to get back to eating my regular meals and feeling good and stuff like that. But yeah, you definitely need to um, indulge every once in a while. If something's really, really worth it, like that crab soup. It was. And you know, that's just, that's just how it is. And I like, like you, I'm not good at saying I will never have, you know, X, Y, Z again. That's just, that's not the way I'm going to be. Every time I say that, that's all I think about. You know, if I say I'm never going to have this again, and I'm like, that I see the command. It's like the universe conspires against you. Not So just yeah. never say it. Just don't put that out in the world. 
Although I do think I have gotten there with alcohol. We'll see. I don't know. Never say never, but I feel right. like I'm there with the alcohol, which is interesting because I didn't think I ever would be. But my brain just all of a sudden went click. So who knows? Yeah, you never know. But it's nice that you don't have to make a decision or I think the door's open. You can choose to go in it or not. Yeah. Exactly. And there, there's no morality attached to it. And that's the beautiful part about losing the diet brain is, you know, oh, I was bad or, oh, I, you know, no, there's, there's no more shame, no more words like that. Yes. I can't even start to explain the freedom of it. I mean, it's the, even if I hadn't, like I went so slow at the beginning, but I felt so good. It's just like, it takes so much, my brain has so much more room now to think of right. other things which got me into having gardening and trying different things and reading books and, you know, going down all these things where it used to be like, all I could think about was what am I going to eat? What am I going to eat? What am I going to eat? Okay. At the end of the day, I can't believe I ate that. <laughs> I can't believe I ate that. I can't believe, you know, and it's just, that would took off my whole day. And I realized that for me, I feel like, when I quit dieting, I felt like back to say when I was 40, 41, mm -hmm. 41, I felt like it was almost a sin because it was just like, this was my God diet was yeah. my God. And then there was a little spot over here for God, <laughs> but this wow. was m my God. It was what I worshiped and what I thought about and was my idol, whatever. It just became a, um, something that was a sin for me, not for everyone, but for someone who has a brain like that, it was everything. And so then when you start intermittent fasting, it's just like, I would sit there when I first started intermittent fasting, I would close my eyes and think, what do I want? And I don't, mm -hmm. one day it was salad and corn dogs. I mean, you know, at the beginning you still have your, <laughs> You know, the chemicals, you don't taste them. They just taste delicious. Can I tell you something? I think I would probably enjoy a hot dog. I mean, a corn dog. I would probably love the corn dog still to this day. There, If you get a good corn dog and you put it in the yes. air fryer, uh, it is so good. I mean, it tastes deep fried. Of course, I haven't done that. Yeah. I mean, in years, I haven't even wanted one. Maybe if I saw one, I'd want one, but... It, you know, I just thought, what do I want? I want a salad and corn dogs. But mainly right. what I ate was Tostino's pizzas for like a while because they're so easy and I wasn't cooking. Yeah. I was just throwing stuff in the air fryer and I would just throw one in the air fryer. And then now I can't even imagine eating a Tostino's pizza. I know. Because, I used to buy those too, though. I, yeah. Yeah. They were good. But I just think mm -hmm. now I just think, ooh, you know, yeah, I don't. Me too. I don't want one now. <laughs> well, I, this is what I love so much about the intermittent fasting journey that so much of us go on. You know, you start off, you're following the whole idea of delay. Don't deny. You're waiting right. to your eating window. You can have Tostino's pizza and salad and corn dogs if that's what you're craving. And you can have ice cream every single day yes. if that's what you, know, you, if you're craving. But then eventually your body's like, huh, I don't really want a pizza or corn dogs. I want. A vegan home chef. I mean, home <laughs> chef meal. I, I want to eat. I mean, <laughs> I and, what a flip! <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. true. Yeah, I mean, like I'm like making stuffed peppers with beans and kale, and who is that? When I first started meal kits and 
probably was maybe 2016 when I first started dabbling in. I would throw kale away if it came in the kit. Oh my I, God. I'd be like, garbage. I'm not. Ha-. And now I'm like, ooh, <laughs> kale. <laughs> I know. I just bought a hydroponics machine so I can grow my own kale because oh, I, I never ate kale until I started eating these vegan meals. And yeah. now I like it better than lettuce. And yeah. then we, I make smoothies for my son with kale. And so I bought a big machine that grows 40 plants so I can grow kale and bok choy and stuff like that and have it in my house. I can just go over and pick it and who would have thought you know that I would want to grow that many kale plants and bok choy I never even ate bok choy till I started green chef yeah but, and it's know, so it, good I know I thought what is this and yeah. then I made it and I was like I want this every day you know <laughs> I so, know one time something happened to my delivery you know, like something will get not put in so of course they're great about that and they're like you know giving you a credit but yeah I had to go look for bok choy in the regular grocery store because it didn't come and I couldn't even find it where I was looking I had to go to like I three grocery stores yeah I've never seen it at our grocery store you're gonna grow it yeah so I'm gonna grow it and if you grow it outside you have so many bugs and stuff in here mm-hmm. and stuff comes and destroys it right before you harvest it so now I can grow it in here but my son is tube fed and, you know, I just had a doctor prescribed formula and just going along, giving it to him. And one day, you know, because, because I've changed so much, I thought I'm going to look at the ingredients and the first two ingredients are water and corn syrup. I had a hunch that it would, it would be that. It was, and then just oils and not the good oils and Mm -hmm. sugars. And so now I bought a Vitamix and, you know, I make his food myself. And then they have some stuff you can buy that's all organic and it's expensive. So I have to compensate and make some stuff. And then I have the convenience of these packs that I can give him. But I could, you know, I would have just kept going along. But he was always like when I first started feeding him real food, he was so happy. And he'd always had all these like. You know, he's always happy, but he he was just so much happier and had so much energy and his face, his collar, and he just looks so good. And so I just, you know, I'm surprised that doctors don't tell you more stuff about nutrition and stuff like that for kids like that. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash Wondery and use code Wondery for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash Wondery, code Wondery. This episode is brought to you in part by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like The Guest List by Lucy Foley. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member... 
Choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Yeah, I mean, that may... That just brought me a lot of joy hearing that mm-hmm. you changed how you're feeding your son from learning about nutrition, mm-hmm. but also sadness. Like I have joy, I have sadness, I have it all just from the thought of, you know, all these concoctions that the food industry is selling to us as, you know, the formula that was that your son needed. And it was nothing yeah. but the the junk. Oh my gosh, corn syrup and vegetable oil. Could you imagine eating that? I mean, what you would feel like and if I try to like up his calories like give him more he would just throw up all the time and so I couldn't figure it out and then I thought well if I was eating oil and corn syrup all the time and sugars and stuff like that and that's all that was going in my stomach but I'm so if, if if nothing else if I never lost a pound or anything else the freedom and then being able to help my son is the biggest things I've got from intermittent fasting, because you really do start looking into stuff because you want you feel so good. You want to, you want everything to feel good. So you keep looking what's going to make me feel better and better and better and better. So that's why I just one day just turned it over. And I just like, I can't believe this doctor prescribed. Of course the insurance, most insurance will pay. My insurance wouldn't pay for it at the end, but They'll pay for that, but they won't pay for the expensive stuff, oh, which is the good frustrating. stuff. Yeah. yeah. So people, a lot of people's never going to be able they might know it, but unless they can afford a Vitamix and stuff, which I got one for really, really cheap, um, they're not going to be able to do it. And it's just crazy to me that the Nestle, it was a Nestle thing, but there's other brands. There's a thousand other brands and they're all the same. Yeah. I would just lose sleep at night knowing this is going into tube fed people, just junk. Well, and then, you know, that, that doesn't lead to health in the long run. So that, that's the part that I know it seems like financially smart for the companies to put the junk in there and to pay for it with insurance, but they're actually making the health outcomes worse. Right. And so that you, you know, your son's health is going to suffer down the line because they never think you, know, you about put that. cheap fuel in, you're get you know, bad results. So you need to invest in good, the good stuff, then you won't have the cost later. Right. So pay, right, more, right. pay later. I wish, I wish that there was a way. Unfortunately, our whole healthcare system is built on a model of money and saving money. And so not health, honestly, what, what can we pay for the least right now? So, or helping out the people who make the drugs. <laughs> well, you know? that's true. <laughs> I've been watching too many documentaries lately. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I I just started YouTube watching it. Have you read the China study? I I have not read the China study. No, but I absolutely, I love, I love the Esselstons are like my favorite family. Do you watch the Esselstons cooking? Yes, I do. Yes. I love the mom and daughter and. Yeah, Ann and Jane back, but they're like, woo, you know. Yeah, they're they're my favorite. Watching them cook, and you know, like yeah. I said, I'm watching what they're cooking. And I'm like, I could make that. I'm like, well, no, I'm just not going to make that. Though. But I know they're I a hoot. But the China study is T. Colin Campbell, and that they're they're all friends and that. But YouTube is like, watch this, watch this, watch this. And I'm just watching Ann and Jane cook every day. That's yeah, yeah. I always thought I thought that China study. I, 
I think it's kind of like the BCD code, but it's, you know what I mean? It's kind of like, but in a different genre, but it's kind of like eye-opening, like the obesity code, which I loved the obesity code on Audible. Yeah. The guy's really yeah. good. Does the read because I I knew I could not read that book. I knew I would be like asleep. It was so detailed, but the guy's so lively and funny and stuff that it makes the book way easier to listen to. But it was, it just makes you mad. <laughs> well, it stuff. does, and you know. When you, when you, and I've heard that before about listening to the obesity code is a lot easier for a lot of people versus reading it. But when I read the obesity code for the first time in 2016, I mean, that was before Jason Fung was like a low carb guru and known in the keto world. It was his first real foray out there before he was really part of that world so deeply as he is now. But I didn't stop, you know, when I read the obesity code, I walked away with the idea of real food is what you should be eating. Yeah. Not, oh, I can't have any carbs. That's not that's not the message of the actual obesity code. It's it's eating real food. And no, really, no matter who you listen to, any nutrition expert you listen to, whether they're telling you to be vegan or whether they're telling you to be carnivore or something in between, every mm-hmm. nutrition expert says eat real food. Yeah. Yes. That that's the message. Yeah. Yeah. I mean if if I always feel like uh, if God made it, get it as close to the way he made it and you'll be okay. But it's just, you know, I don't know. But I, I was going to tell you that you and Sherry should do a, like when Cleanish came out and you yeah. all did like the, went through the book, you all could do like a book club sometime, you know. Well, whatever. we could. What, like just different books or do you have a book just in mind? Different books. But you know what's funny about the documentaries is when they come on, you see these healthy people. And then you have to wait five minutes to find out, are they, because they all look really good. They got clear eyes and they look healthy. Is it vegan? Is it carnivore? Is it paleo? Because <laughs> they all look really good. And so, but they're eating real food. You know, yeah. I actually watched a YouTube shows. YouTube shows me all sorts of things. It showed me the diet doctor talking about, and he's low carb. But now he's talking about satiety. It showed me that because it knows what yeah. I want to watch. But I'm not watching it through the lens of diet brain anymore, which is what's so interesting. Right. It's it's I'm watching and like these everything I watch, the people really feel their best eating that way, which is really important. But it I actually watched a vegan doctor talk about why people do so well on carnivore, and <laughs> it was interesting. <laughs> but it all comes down to eating real food. And yes. the if we can just if we we all all agree on the message that real food is better and eat real food and ultra processed food is not ultra processed food is not good for us. And right. if, if we could just, you know, within the paradigm of eat real food, experiment around to see what makes you feel your best and then go from there. Right. I mean, it's so strange how me and my husband even are so different because I always had meat as kind of like a, the side dish. And have all, right. you know, I just want a little couple bites of meat. Uh-huh. And his is like meat, French fries, but meat, you know, is the main yeah. thing. So it's just so, di- it's so fun how we're so different. But the thing is, is that people get so like, this makes me feel good. So it's the way you should right. be. And you just have to not, you have to just listen to yourself. Yeah. But eat real food as much as you possibly can because it just is that's the huge thing like you said that's the main thing 
I think so too. And and again, every single person that's pushing a dietary strategy that they have decided is how everyone should eat, that's the way they feel the best. So they can't imagine they like I can't much. imagine everyone wouldn't feel their best eating right. like me. I mean, I I, I say that tongue in cheek because I know that that it's not true, but still. <laughs> I think they really, most of them do come from a good place. They're like, this right. helped me. I want to help you. Mm-hmm. The same way we are about intermittent fasting. Like I yes. tell people about intermittent fasting sometimes, and then I never, ever say another word about it because I can get, I can be an intermittent fasting evangelist if you give me the platform right. because, yeah. but I don't want to. You know, if people aren't going to do it, they're not going to do it. There's no point for me. I have not had anybody do it. I've had people start it, but not do it, not even a week and be like, I can't. Yeah. Well, a week is just, yeah, we know why that's not enough time. I hope my new book will really help people be able to to do intermittent fasting as a lifestyle. And this is coming out in December. And so is the new book, 28 Day Fast Start Day by Day. Everybody order it now. You're listening to me. If you pre-order it now, you'll have it 21 days from the date this podcast comes out. 28 day <laughs> fast start day by day. Because it's all about not just doing it for a week, like you said, Christy. It's it's mm-hmm. about realizing what your what the, the first 28 days are for and how your body has to adapt. And you're it's gonna be uncomfortable. The first week, you're not gonna feel the same way on day two hundred as you feel on day two. Thank goodness. Right, right. I mean it. It is hard at first for most people. Yep. I mean, you do, mm-hmm. you know, you're like, it's nine o'clock. Shouldn't I be eating? But I did a diet one time. It was the clean diet, but it was Toscarino. Or- I knew it. I went through all that too. I followed her a uh, long time ago before intermittent fasting. For four hours or something. And I was eating breakfast every day and it was like six egg whites. And I'm like throwing these yolks to the dogs. And I was like, I hate, I like dreaded breakfast. And then one day I was like, why am I putting calories in my body if I don't even, you know, I'm dreading it and I hate it. Yeah. And so there's little things that happened all through your life that, you know, you're just like this, this was a little moment that was like a little seed. I remember after 9-11 and, you know, I was like in my diet world. And I thought, how many people went to deny themselves something they really, really wanted because they're on a diet and then went to work? And that was, you know, and just like, you know, because you're in, that's the way you think. You think everything like yeah. diet. But I thought, it's just well, denying. And, you know, that that song, Live Like You're Dying, is that the name of that mm-hmm. song? Have you heard that yeah, song yeah. before? You know, and, and don't wait for the day you're at your goal weight to, to enjoy your life yeah. because that's we're not meant to live like that. Well, Christy, we are almost out of time. What would you tell someone just starting out with intermittent fasting or what do you wish you knew when you first started? I would say definitely you have to do the clean fast. I wish that. I would have just never, you know, just knew black coffee from the day, which I did know after I read your book, but I was still like dabbling. It is, it's the only way is that this is not a diet. If you're going to have cream in your coffee or something that breaks the fast, even though it's under so many calories or whatever, you're on a diet. That's not something that you're going to sustain if you've never sustained a diet before. So I would just say definitely do the clean fast. 
if that book hadn't said, well, if you really need the cream, <laughs> maybe I would have stopped even back then, but I don't know. But it's just, you got to do the clean fast. Yeah, I think so too. And because you're, you think it's making it easier, but it's not, it, it's yeah. not making it easier. And so, yeah, that would be the number one thing I would say too. fast clean or wait till you're ready to fast clean because otherwise you're doing a low calorie diet, like you said, and you're missing out on the benefits of, of fasting. And you're making it so hard on yourself. I mean, it's yeah. just so easy. You don't even think about food. And then sometimes it just, you know, if you're out somewhere, you're like, oh my gosh, I should have ate two hours ago, but it, I feel so good. And you just, it just makes it so easy. But where if I would have a little bit of something, that's it. Yeah. I cannot do snacks. You know, you just got to, I don't know, just do the clean fast. Exactly. And that you can do it, that you might think you can't, but you can. You can. If, if I can do it, anybody can do it because that was what got me out of bed in the mornings. Yeah. My creamy coffee, I was going to have it. And it's something I look forward to in the evening. And now I just look, I just look just as forward to the black coffee as I did the cream coffee. Well, everybody, y'all need to look for Christy's YouTube channel, the Homesteader Wannabe. <laughs> Wanna with W-A-N-N-A. And Christy, I hope that a lot of people come and check out the work that you're doing with gardening and food and your hydroponic, I bet will be on there too. Yes, I'm going to put that on there as soon as I get it. It's on back order. But. <laughs> well, I'm going to have to go look for you and start following you. And then you two will be like, oh, now you want to see homesteading stuff. And then I'll probably be like growing hydroponic stuff myself. <laughs> It'll be way easier to go in there and grab. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Christy. Thank you, Jen. Do you have an intermittent fasting story to tell? Email me at jen at intermittentfastingstories.com and I'll add you to the lineup. That's G-I-N at intermittentfastingstories.com. The world wants to hear your story. That's it for today. Remember, I may have a doctorate, but I'm not a medical doctor. So don't use anything you hear on this podcast as a substitute for medical advice. Please always check with your doctor or healthcare provider if you have medical questions. I'll talk to you next week, Fasting Family, where we will hear another inspiring story. Have a great week and fast on. Intermittent Fasting Stories is edited, mixed, and mastered by Resonate Recordings. To learn more, visit them at ResonateRecordings.com or email them at hello at ResonateRecordings.com. Intermittent Fasting Stories listeners will receive a free offer if you mention that you heard it on the podcast. If you travel, you know when it comes to love. See you soon. Can't wait. The sky is no limit. You know with your Delta Amex card, being oceans apart means meeting in Aruba. And booking a war travel with your card means saving 15% on Delta flights. You know, kissing under the bridge of sighs guarantees eternal love because you're the long distance lovebirds. It's why you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum American Express card member. If you travel, you know. Takeoff 15 discount not applicable to partner operated flights or taxes and fees. Terms apply. Visit go.amex slash you know.